Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind Podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here today, my friend. I hope that this week has been well for you and that you're ready to walk into the weekend because you guys already know I'm about to say it. I can't believe we're just a few days away from the weekend. I hope that your Easter celebratory was amazing and that you were able to enjoy time with friends and family and that you gained some peace. So as we are moving into today's episode, I'm going to give you a quick background. I titled it Season of Pruning, but the reason why that is is because it was actually inspired by episode 16, which is when I talked about surrender and the importance of surrender. But since that episode, I've been thinking about what stirred inside of me to cause me to begin surrendering. And I said that it was because of my miscarriage, but there was a tugging at my heart about a year or two before that incident. I personally believe that the miscarriage I had was a way for God to grab my attention. But thinking back on how everything has played out, I remember sitting in my dining room, my close friends and I were just, we had just finished eating dinner and I asked a question how can I get more of God? I wanted to be more fulfilled. He was saying that he believes that I was in that season where I was battling my flesh. I wanted more of God, but I didn't want to let go of what I've had. And what I mean by that is I wanted to keep my worldly views and the tangible items that came along with it. If you guys know me in real life, my love language for a really long time was gifts. I remember I used to tell my sister and my best friend at the start of my marriage with Kong, he was always working. But there were times where I was gifted with presents and that gift made up for all the times that my husband was absent. I recall wanting to keep my worldly views and have these tangible items so that I can adorn myself with trendy clothes and expensive jewelry. I had my eyes set on the world, but not on God. And yet, I wanted more of God. There was a time where there was a shift that was happening. It was a slow one, but I remember that the gifts I received no longer filled me the way that they did. I remember I started to feel empty, and I was searching and longing to be fulfilled. So I prayed for a change in my heart. And thinking about this, I actually landed on a verse. As I was writing out to this episode, it's from Psalms 5110. It says, create a clean heart in me, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And I feel like that was very befitting for today's episode. If any of this resonates with you, if you are in a season of change, you want more and more fulfillment, and the worldly things that are being given to you are not fulfilling you, perhaps it's time to think that maybe you're in a pruning season. 
Maybe God's trying to grab your attention so that he can change your heart. I invite you to come along and listen on this episode with me. I hope that it encourages you not to step away from this pruning season because it is uncomfortable and it is hard. It is a season of hardship and of enduring. But my hope is that you don't walk away from it and that you would take the time to endure so that you can come out on the other side with a changed heart. All right. So what is pruning? Pruning is basically abiding in Jesus. And abiding means to remain or to stay, but it also means to endure. Through pruning season, we endure uncomfortable things, letting parts of us go that we've been familiar with for so long. And just that little bit right there is so uncomfortable because we get familiarized with habits that we have or the things that make us who we think we are. And then to let a piece of that go, it almost feels like it's wrong because then who are we if we don't have these things? Or who are we if we let go of this particular habit that we may have? Abiding in Jesus also means that we let the Holy Spirit lead us. But before I get into that, I'm going to preface that statement by bringing your attention to Matthew 3.16, when it says, And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. So when Jesus got baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon him. And then when the Holy Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness, we see in Matthew 4, 1, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. When we let the Holy Spirit lead us, I truly believe that the Holy Spirit is going to lead us into trials. The reason why is because I feel like we are being forged in the fire. Basically, God is chiseling away pieces of us that are deemed undesirable, so to speak. And it's making us stronger because we humble ourselves. We're seeking God's face and we are trying to resist the weaknesses that we have. Everybody has weaknesses. Everybody is tempted. And when we are tempted, there's still a way out. God gives us a way out. We look for him and we rest in him. That's where we find our answers in scripture, which requires work. We have to dig into scripture, have to read scripture and let it stir inside of us and marinate, basically. It also requires obedience and perseverance, which is what I'll talk about later on in this episode. Another way of looking at what pruning is, is thinking about a gardener. Now, I have these rose bushes that are in front of my house, and they were already there when I moved in, but they've been growing and become really mangly. So I ended up looking up a video on YouTube. I can't remember who it was, but this person was giving tips on how to prune a rose bush so that it grows healthy buds and beautiful flowers. One of the tip was to cut the branches that cross each other to allow more airflow to go around the bushes and to keep the branches from rubbing on each other as they continue to grow, which essentially makes the rose bush happier, so to speak. Which actually made me think about John 15, 5, where Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches, whoever abides in me, and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So I hope that that gives you the perfect imagery of what pruning is. Because there are parts of us that needs to be cut so that we can grow and bear fruit. We want to bear fruit, right? We want the blessings that that God has in store for us. But to be able to do that, we have to go through a pruning season. 
And pruning season, as my husband would say, is it's basically a self-awareness process where you own your mistakes. And the reason why people fear it is because they aren't ready to face themselves or because they're not aware of their faults or they're not willing to admit their faults. But that's easy to understand because nobody likes to be wrong. Everybody wants to be right. But we're not right all the time. And that's why knowing if you're in a pruning season is so important. So how do we know that we are in a pruning season? I have a couple of bullet points here. But before I get into them, I just want to say that this is not a concrete list. You may be in a pruning season and you might be experiencing different things. Generally, though, I do feel like the things that I have listed here are generally what happens when you are in a pruning season. The first one I have listed is loss. We experience loss when we're in a pruning season. It could be on various levels, but for me, I experienced loss from the miscarriage that I had. Losing a baby that I never met, that definitely hurt me. It made me stop and think about a lot of the things that were going on in my life at the time and the decisions that I was making. I realized that I didn't know myself anymore. Remember, I spoke about how I felt tugging on my heart. I started to realize that I didn't know myself anymore. And I lost a passion that I had, which was for makeup and beauty. And I never saw that coming. I always thought I was going to be in makeup and beauty for the rest of my life, basically. In that loss, I started to feel very alone. I felt alone in my hurt and the grief that I was going through. I was grieving lots of things. As a matter of fact, I was grieving the loss of the baby that I had a loss of myself because I didn't know who I was anymore and my passion that I had. And then I felt alone in my fitness journey, which, by the way, started off for all the wrong reasons. I've talked about it before in previous episodes. But basically, in a nutshell, I was aiming for physical looks. The reason why was because I thought that it would somehow change how I was feeling on the inside. But through the pruning season, I changed the reason for wanting to continuously live into the lifestyle that I have now with my fitness journey. And that changed the game for me. I didn't know how to communicate or express what I was going through. So I found it hard to talk to my husband or, or my best friend about the many conflicts that I had internally. And it wasn't because I didn't trust them or anything like that, but it did stem from the lies that the enemies whispered into my ear, saying that they didn't care about my problems or that if I went to them in times of distress, I'd be complaining about a situation that I had or the thoughts that I had. And for a long time, I blamed myself for the miscarriage that I had. I couldn't help but think that it was my fault. And I had questions arise continuously. Those questions were, how could you even call yourself worthy if you can't carry a baby? And that would hurt for a long time it did. And the reason why I hurt so long is because I continuously let the enemy whisper that into my mind. And I started to feel like I wasn't worthy because I had a miscarriage. And it wasn't like I was mistreating my body in any way or putting my baby in harm's way. It just happened and I couldn't help it. But still, I blamed myself for it. In my aloneness, I realized, thinking back on it, that I was isolating myself. I felt very isolated. And there's two things that can happen in this season of isolation. Two things that can happen. We can choose to stay in isolation and allow the enemy to continue to feed us lies, or we can choose to search for truths in the Bible to set us free from these lies. I walked on both sides. Choosing to stay in isolation and allowing the enemy to continue to feed me lies did nothing 
but bring me down and it kept me down for a long time. I started developing a very negative mindset and that did not only stay within my mind, but it also leaked into the things that I did in my daily life and the words that came out of my mouth. But the day that I chose to search for the truths in the Bible, that's when I was set free. And I realized that internally I was starting to feel a change inside my body, inside my mind. Eventually that leaked on over into how I carried myself throughout the day and the words that I speak to people. I will say this, I am not perfect. And I have said that before this podcast, I am not a perfect person. Going through the pruning season for me was the most eye-opening experience that I've had about my self-awareness and where I was lacking and where I needed to grow. There's still parts of me that are still being pruned, and I have learned through this particular season of my life to embrace that. So while I am not overly negative anymore, there are days where I'm also not overly positive, and I'm so grateful that I have my husband to remind me of these things, that I shouldn't worry. I mean, even Jesus tells us not to worry, but I love that my husband is able to remind me of these things when my mind starts to get clustered in the things that are going on in my personal life. Isolation can also help us find God's voice because when we are seeking for his face and the truths in scripture, it helps us rebuke any lies that we are believing. The enemy loves to whisper lies in our ear. And if we listen to it, it will hold us down. But when we see God's face and we find his voice, we can rebuke the lies that are being told to us. Another way to know if you're in a pruning season, in my personal opinion, is when you start to question what is more important to you. What takes priority? See, reprioritizing what is important to me was so hard. I was dying to myself and grieving over the loss of that because I didn't know who I was anymore. I knew that there was change happening and I wasn't ready to let it go because I didn't know what was on the other side and I wasn't sure what was happening inside of me. I said earlier that my love language used to be gifts, and I loved receiving gifts from my husband and friends and family. That was how I felt loved. But during this pretty season, I questioned my love language, and it felt like there was a shift happening, but I didn't want to admit it. So I kept it to myself because I wasn't sure what was going on. And everyone that was really close to me also knew what my love language was. So I felt attached to it for some reason because somehow I felt like that identified who I was. I didn't want to let it go. I was afraid that if I did, I'd lose myself. But the truth is that letting go was one of the best things I could have ever done for myself. I rediscovered myself and grew a greater appreciation for the hard times as they were growing seasons for me. So I hope that that's an encouragement for you that you would not be afraid to lose a piece of yourself. Because when you cut that branch off, when you're in a pruning season and you prune a branch off of you, there's more fruit that's going to bear out of the new branch that grows. We're making room for growth. In a pruning season, we are also going through some type of suffering or we're enduring something. Basically, we're going through tough times and it seems like everything around you is not going the way you expected. And I'm not saying that lightly. It seems like For days, for weeks, for months, it just seems like nothing is going the way you expected. It didn't happen right away. When I started having these thoughts of wanting more of God, but not really sure how to get in, I feel that was the beginning of where this pruning season started. It was small things, little things at a time, 
And then it came to a point where it just got too much. I wasn't acknowledging the small things in the beginning and I kept it to myself. And eventually that built up over time. And when I had the miscarriage, like I said, I feel like that was God grabbing my attention because my role started crumbling. And I felt like the weight that I was carrying was so heavy. As I'm talking about this, what I'm envisioning as I speak these words is a picture of a world crumbling. Imagine your world just crumbling. James 1.3 says, For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And steadfastness means being firm in your faith. The test that we go through produces how firm we are in our faith if we stay in the pruning season and if we allow God to do the work in us and not run away from it and not be afraid of the pruning season. The question here is why? Why do we have pruning seasons? One of the biggest answers I have is to make room for new growth. And when I say that, it's not to say that we only have one pruning season. I do feel like there are multiple pruning seasons. While we are going through one and getting the branches cut off of us to make room for growth, there's a resting season, a resting period where we allow these branches to grow and, and bear the fruit. And then there's another pruning season somewhere along in our life where old branches are being cut off and new ones are growing in its place. But just like plants need to be pruned so they can grow stronger branches, we need to make room for our new growth too. Staying the same isn't always a good thing. For a long time, I was stuck in a negative mindset. It consumed with doubt, fear, and lived in a world of comparisons. It affected the way that I viewed myself and how much effort I put into something. And I also had a bad habit of starting something and not finishing it. What happened was the pruning season that I had challenged me to complete what I started, which felt great because I felt accomplished. And it helped me build a stronger mindset because completing small projects empowered me to believe that I could do more. And by the way, if you are stuck in a comparison mindset, I have an episode on that. It's episode three. I highly recommend it. So check it out if you feel like that's you. The reason why we also go into a pruning season or why we have a prison. The reason why we have a pruning season is also to strengthen us. We have to go through difficult times so that we can grow. That's where we are forged. If we always took the easy route, what benefits are we getting besides easy results? Typically, those kinds of results aren't always appreciated anyway. When we put in hard work towards something, we are more proud of the wins that we get because of all the hard work that we put in to get to where we're at. And lastly, the reason why we have a pruning season is so that we can walk into a new chapter in our life with confidence. Knowing who you are and finding out your identity brings a sense of confidence and empowerment. For me, that stands true. Like I said, I lost myself when I started questioning my spiritual gifts and all the other things in my life. I didn't know who I was anymore and who I thought I was wasn't even the person that I wanted to be. So when I found my identity in Christ, that's where I found my confidence. Because when I am weak in Him, I am strong. And I used to ask myself questions like this. Who are you? Especially after having raised my kids because I identified with being a mom and only a mom. Before I married my husband, I was working two jobs and going to college. So I felt like I was a very productive person, always on the go, always hustling. When I married my husband and we found out that I was pregnant with my first child, I became a stay-at-home mom. And somewhere along the way, I lost bits and pieces of myself. And I only identified with being just a mom. 
the truth is that I am so much more. For all the moms out there who feel like they are just a mom, please know that you are so much more than that. Yes, you have kids or you're a new mom, and for now it feels like your world has stopped because your world is revolving around your baby. But they're going to grow up, and the season that you're in now is not going to be the same season that you were in six months from now, nine months from now, even a year from now. Eventually, you'll find that the timeline you had for yourself and your baby is not quite the same from newborn to about 12 months. That changes. You will always be a mother, but you are also a warrior. So use your talents to serve God's kingdom. And I truly feel like that message wasn't even for me. I feel like it was from the Holy Spirit. And I hope that if you feel like you're just a mom, that you press into that message. I mean, I would even encourage you to rewind and listen to it again because I can't believe that just rolled out of my mouth because it wasn't me. But what does Pudi require? It requires obedience. That word sounds so cringy, right? How about we let go of the negative connotations that are associated with the word obey? The meaning of obedience from a faith lens is hearing God's words and acting on it. Obedience from a faith lens is not meant to keep us in a box. It is meant to bless us with peace. And that is a mindset shift. When we stop looking at obedience as something that is negative and we start to find peace within obedience, it changes us. See how we set boundaries on our kids because we want them to be safe? God gives us boundaries. He gives us commands. He teaches us. It's up to us to act on it. Obedience helps us focus on God's voice and not the world's voice. So you have to ask yourself, What are you focusing on? Whose voice are you hearing? God's voice or the world's voice? The world's voice might sound something like, I don't need to obey no one. You can't tell me what to do. I can do this all by myself. I don't need anyone's help. God's voice might sound something like this. Come and rest. Slow down. Stop rushing. When we are listening to the world's voice, We don't want to be in a pruning season because we're in a hurry to get to where we want to be. We're in a hurry to get what we want. And we don't accept anything less because we feel like we deserve it. But when we focus on God's voice, we learn to slow down, to endure, and to seek God's face for comfort so that we can rebuke the lies that the enemy is telling us. Obedience. Each day when we are abiding in Jesus, we are walking with the Holy Spirit that is leading us. And each day is a gift, right? It's a gift that we have. We have the air in our lungs. We're able to start a new day. So surrender back to God for peace. Because why would you not want to walk throughout your day and go through the things that you're doing with God's help? Have you struggled long enough? That question was also a question during my pudding season. Have you struggled long enough? Do you have peace? Whose voice are you listening to? For me, it didn't feel good to have these questions asked when I was asking God to change my heart because I had to answer truthfully. We also need perseverance. Pruning requires perseverance, which means continuing to give effort despite how hard something is. And that is why here at the Restored Mind podcast, I talk 
a lot about how I am not perfect and how we're always growing. You might be going through something, you've overcame it, and you might be in a resting season right now, but that doesn't mean that you don't prepare for the next battle. You're always preparing because we have to persevere. We have to keep going despite how hard something is. In a pruning season, we are essentially dying to our flesh, as my friend would say. It is hard because we are giving up worldly things, parts of ourselves, for something more. And we don't even know what more is or what it looks like. We just have to have faith and trust that the pruning season that we are in is going to bless us abundantly more than what we could ever imagine. Growth is uncomfortable at times. Galatians 5.9 says, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So, are you persevering? Don't give up, my friend. However hard your pruning season is, don't give up. I encourage you to seek the face of God and rest in his truth, to rebuke the lies of the enemies. I talk about my pruning season like it was really easy for me to go through, and I overcame it in a snap of a finger, but that's not the case at all. In all honesty, it took me three, four years to finally understand that I was in a pruning season. And I don't know how that's going to look for you. It's not my story to tell. But know that God is with you in all the circumstances. When the decision to let a piece of you go is really hard to make, take a moment and breathe and ask yourself, do you really need this part of you? Did I really need the gifts? The answer is no, I didn't. What more was I searching for? I was searching for the Holy Spirit to come and fill me. But in order to do that, I had to let go of who I was in that pruning season so that I could allow the Holy Spirit to lead me. I know that all of the things that I said today sounds so easy, but I promise you it's not. You're going to struggle. I struggled. But remember, my friend, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.